Welcome to the Auto-Tune Me Podcast. Today, we are fortunate to have a clinician and educator working with a vast variety of clientele. She is a licensed clinical social worker and the founder and CEO of Illuminated Expressions. Please join us in welcoming Renita Davis. Renita, please tell us about yourself and why you decided to start your company. Thank you first and foremost for having me. I'm excited to be on the Auto-Tune Me podcast. I decided to start my company because actually, well, two of my former students made it clinical uh, supervision in the social work field. And um, I wanted to create a safe space for brown and black women to be able to come and receive quality, affordable clinical supervision. And that then turned into a community of brown and black folk coming to get clinical supervision. But then also it expanded into uh, my own private practice doing uh, psychotherapy via telehealth. And that expanded into me doing telehealth in several states across the country. Okay, that's great. I know we're going to get to that a little bit more, but I'm wondering, um, after you started your business, what were some initial challenges that you faced as a new business owner? I think the first year was just building. And, you know, I had, I had built programs for other people <laughs> for years. And so I knew I had the skill set to build. Um, but for me, the one of the challenges was working for myself, but by myself. So it was kind of a lonely uh, process and being intentional about creating external communities for, you know, the things that I was passionate about, not only within my field, but also just your own external hobbies. And so for me, it, you know, obviously it's the usual challenges, all business owners face, you know, learning about how to be the CEO, the CFO, the secretary, the, you know, the direct practitioner, filling all of those roles, but more that, that was a challenge, but more than anything, it was the isolation. And so creating opportunities in which I was no longer isolated, I think for me were, you know, was the biggest challenge to overcome. That's good. I know that you're doing a lot in the community now. But what are some opportunities that you've been able to take advantage of? I heard you talk about being licensed in most multiple states. Can you talk a little bit more about that? I've been a clinical social worker for over 20 years. It never occurred to me until after the pandemic to um, get licensed in multiple states. There are a lot of initiatives in the um, mental health community for us to be licensed in multiple states, but currently within the social work field, um, you have to do it manually on your own. So um, one of the things that I, one of the opportunities that I took advantage of was learning how to become licensed in multiple states. So currently I'm licensed in um, six states with some of my favorite states being obviously Alabama, which was the first state that I was licensed in for over 20 years. And then I moved to Louisiana and Florida. Um, some of the other states are Colorado and Idaho. Um, 
And I'm taking advantage of being able to become licensed and working with clients in other states through telehealth has expanded my business exponentially. So, and I was very intentional and I kind of wrote about this recently. I was very intentional about what states I wanted to be licensed in. Obviously, I wanted to be licensed in states that were in the South, obviously Alabama, Louisiana, Florida. But then as I continued to expand, I wanted to be licensed in states that didn't have therapists that looked like me, didn't have a lot of therapists that looked like me. And I wanted to fill the gap for clients who wanted quality psychotherapy, um, but with someone who looked like them. So, you know, moving into Colorado, moving into Idaho, um, was an easy decision for me because uh, when you go maybe to psychology today, there's not a lot of folks who look like us on those pages. And so being able to create a bonfire for folks who want to come and get some warmth and care uh, in spaces, because one of the, one of the things I see with some of my clients is they are professionals, they're doctors, they're nurses, they're other social licensed clinical social workers. And we are often the only ones who are um, in spaces that are traditionally uh, created for the majority versus the minority. And so here we are trying to navigate those spaces and we don't have a safe space to go and say, this is hard, this is hard. You know, we talk about code switching, we talk about you know, just having a safe space to be your authentic self. Um, and so for me, taking advantage of the opportunity to use telehealth and go into other states um, created a safe space for people who look like me. Wow. That's a good answer. Um I know recently you've been talking a little bit to me about working with caregivers of people who have dementia or Alzheimer's um, Alzheimer's disease. We know that there are two times more African-Americans who are diagnosed with AD and Latinos and Latinas are one and a half times more likely than whites to be diagnosed with AD. How do you see your company growing around providing services to black and brown people who are dealing with caring for a person with memory loss. Mm -hmm. First, I'm so excited to be able to partner with auto to me. The fact that you guys are creating this space so that others like me and my company and the social workers that I work with um, have an easy path to access these clients um, that's first, I think, how Illuminate Expressions is um, is expanding, is partnering with companies like yourself that are already doing the work. Um, and then partnering companies like yours that value what social workers have the capacity to do, right? Um, and so, yes, a lot of my clients are brown and Black people who have elderly parents, and besides being professionals, besides being in spaces that aren't as welcoming to them, then they're going home and or, you know, at least in the backgrounds of their minds, they're dealing with parents who um, are dealing with Alzheimer's or other related to dementia. So, again, it kind of goes back to the former answer of 
just being able to go into these other states that aren't traditionally known for having um, therapists, licensed clinical therapists who um, are serving in those areas. And yeah, it's almost like, you know, how, how the internet blew up in 2009 and we didn't know a lot of things were going out there. Like for instance, you know, unfortunately the flooding yesterday in New York, all the whole world could be able to see what was going on. I think because of the, you know, internet and telehealth, folks didn't know that, oh, especially in the black community, we didn't know that other people were dealing with these kinds of issues and that we can get support. And so being able to partner with Auto2Me and other um, agencies who are uh, targeting that particular population has made it easier for my clients to say, hey, I need a little bit extra support. And then now I have, as a social worker, I'm all about resources, right? So as a social worker, I now have resources to say, have you, have you thought, we talk about this all the time, have you talked to thought about music-based interventions or seeking out a music therapist and they light up. They're like, yes, we actually were thinking about that. I was talking to someone in uh, Prattville, Alabama on Saturday and she said, oh, I just read this in a book or I saw it on a movie and can you tell me more about it? And so I think to me is the access um, telehealth has been able to give more people access to realize this is a thing. It does work. It is research-based interventions. It's non-invasive and it's easy for them to do. And I just feel like um, as a social worker with my own private practice, I'm just connecting them to the resources like AutoTune Me. And so I'm really just excited to have the opportunity to be able to partner with you. That's an amazing answer. Um, I just wanted to ask, do you have any last words that you'd like to leave us with? Yeah. But while you're thinking about mm -hmm. it, let me just um, say to everyone, for my final word, we are going to be at the health conference um, next week. I think it starts on October 8th through the 11th in Las Vegas. And Illuminating Expressions, Renita will be um, joining us and we'll be at booth 5246-2. Please stop by and say hello if you have a chance. And Renita, I'll let you have the last word. I'm just so excited to be able to see you in person at the health conference. I'm really excited to see Ashanti at industry, <laughs> industry night, you know, for this to be that conference and to music, for music to be involved and and music that represents, you know, what I grew up on, you know, I mean, oh my goodness, this is the best of both worlds. But I, I guess my final word is, I just want people to know you're not alone. There are so many people who are dealing with this and, you know, there's been so much st stigma on mental health and on dementia and on Alzheimer's. And I hope the work that we're doing is helping to remove mental health stigmas especially in the black and brown community, that it's okay to seek resources, it's okay to seek help, and that we are, we've been doing the work for 20 plus years, and we can connect you to resources that can allow your caregiver to have a better quality of life, and that for you to have a better quality of living, because it's not over yet, we still got a long way to go. Thank you, Kendra, for having me. 
Perfect. And we'll put your contact information in the content below the podcast. Thanks, Renita.